These yeah. are hefty burgers at the diner. Holy smokes. And he always comes with a side of snark. <laughs> and he delivered always. in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His service. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty fantastic. <laughs> um, yes. All right. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm a little a little sleepy today, but I'm uh, ready to jump into action. Normally, yeah. we record it at nighttime, and it's uh, just coming up to 11 o'clock in yeah. the morning. Yeah, we haven't quite gotten into like the rhythm of our day no. very much. No. So busy evenings, lots of plans. Got to do what we got to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm Lisa. And I'm Jenny. We are the Belladonna Watch Club. <laughs> Come get comfy with us while we dig into iconic shows and movies that one of us has never seen. So the rules are one of us has seen it. In this case, it's still me. And the other is coming with fresh eyes. Mm. We are doing the Gilmore Girls. Season one, episode three. Yes. This episode is called Kill Me Now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so intense. So this to me, I think I'm probably going to say this about every episode in the first season because I've seen the first season so many times. But this is another iconic episode. Rory needs to take up a sport for Chilton for her extracurriculars and she learns to play golf with Richard at the country club. <laughs> so Lorelai's absolute horror. Uh, and then there's also a wedding happening at the Independence Inn, which I realized I said Dragonfly Inn last time in one of our previous episodes. And that was a mistake. This is the Independence Inn. So oh. That's for later. Oh, see? oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was a mistake, and I know people are gonna come at me in the comments in that episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a wedding, a really freaky wedding happening at the Independence Inn. It's two sets of twins, very spoiled, horrible twins, getting married at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the gist of the episode. We hop right on into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So, what were your thoughts overall of the episode? Let's start with general. I thought it was really, really great to finally see some um, relationship play between uh, multiple generations, mm -hmm. not just the sort of parent age and Rory age, uh, but getting the grandparents involved as well. And I was all I was afraid that we were gonna have like a quite a a distant grandpa, Richard. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wasn't sure if we'd actually get much from him because Emily is such a such a force and <laughs> she shows up all Emily, the time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I really really enjoyed the um, sort of unexpectedness of it, but the the authenticity I think of the family presentations. I suppose um, it was a really good episode. Really, really quite sweet, I think. Really sweet. Yeah, it definitely had some sweet moments. And I can't wait to show some of those clips because it's just so, mm, so nice. But we really, like, hit the ground running with with this episode. So I don't have a clip of this, but I love how we just immediately step into the Friday night dinner, the family. Mm -hmm. And they're going through the roster of recent help <laughs> maids and cooks and servants that Emily has had and the argument between Lorelai and Richard about like oh who's Sophia and it's like oh I love Sophia no you didn't and then it was Eduardo uh Anton Anton and the same the same I now I'm doing it but at least <laughs> it's the same gender <laughs> yes and the, the argument with Lorelai being like how can you mix up Anton and Sophia? <laughs> Richard's like, <laughs> Richard's response is my favorite thing. It had me laughing instantly. 
I have a lot to do in a day, Lorelai. <laughs> and <laughs> I am going to adopt that into my into my vocabulary and responses Amazing. because like, yeah, I got a lot to do. All right. <laughs> and so from there we get into the the golf situation. I told her she should go out for the debating team. It's not a sport. It is the way the Gilmores play. So what are your choices? Go ahead, there's like a thousand of them. Basketball, lacrosse, swimming, track, golf. Golf? Your grandfather is a golf player. Oops. Emily. Why, he could take you there on Sunday. It's perfect. You can use your mother's old golf clubs. They're upstairs gathering dust along with the rest of her potential. <laughs> that was amazing. Yikes. <laughs> you can tell. Oh my God. Richard is like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. And Emily is just like ignoring it. She knows she sees his face. She does not care. She's like, you are doing this. Mm -hmm. And Lorelai is like scrambling, trying to fix it and like avoid it. Notice how they don't show Rory. This is exactly what I was thinking. Like, meanwhile, Rory's going, you know, yeah. can't say a single word. Like, I don't know. Maybe there was another one after there. Badminton. Maybe she was stoked about badminton. I don't know. Yeah, but no, she's in it for golf now. <laughs> no, Emily needs to commandeer every single situation to her benefit. <laughs> and it was just a little like quip at the end, gathering dust with your potential. Mm. Like, really? Does it need to be that? Do they always just, they, they dig and they dig and they dig and nobody's making the effort to keep things nice. <laughs> but Emily is determined. Mm. She's terrifying. Mm -hmm. She's absolutely terrifying. Um, okay, so then we've got... Well, isn't this interesting? Mm. You're afraid. Of what? That Rory will enjoy the club and have a good time without you. That's crazy. I agree. I'm not afraid. Again, the way that Emily twists things. So, like, that's crazy, and I agree. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> they are so stubborn and they so just like dig into their arguments. Mm -hmm. And initially it does really feel like Lorelai is trying to keep Rory from an awkward situation. Yes. But then the more in that scene that Emily kind of digs in, you start to see like, oh, it could actually be that she's trying to keep that distance a little bit between Rory and her grandparents. Mm -hmm. But you do genuinely at first feel like she's just trying to like protect Rory from being a doormat and just saying yes to anything that mm -hmm. like she has to feeling obligated because they're paying for her school. And mm -hmm. but just like you said, we have not seen Rory since she was listing off the, <laughs> the yeah. letters. There has not been a single shot back to her. So we don't know how she feels about it and her manners. I'm going to be talking about her manners a lot during this episode. Um, her manners are just don't interject. Mm. Um, unlike her her mother and her grandmother, that just the talking over one another, and uh, and so already we're seeing a similarity between Rory and her grandpa. Of uh, they're the ones who are sitting, have, <laughs> yeah. observing this conversation happening, and okay, <laughs> yep, okay, yep. Although we don't have it clip of this but as they're leaving dinner and Lorelai's talking to Rory and she does say like I'm sorry I tried and Rory's like Ugh. like she does have that like so we do get the insight that like she really didn't want to do this and she didn't want to go yeah um but, but you don't also, know right now yeah and she's also a kind of eh, it's 
whatever. Like she's not going, Mom, please, why did yeah. you whoa? Because she's not like that. No, it's, she it's, just goes along with it. She goes along with it. Before we move along from this scene, mm. um, this mention of Lorelai the first. Ah, Lorelai the first. She's described as being very, very accomplished and uh, an accomplished golfer and very clever and all of these things. I wonder really what she was like. Well, I think this is like a plot, like mishap oh. moment. Because if I recall correctly, mm. they're talking about her in the past. Yeah, She's not dead. Oh. <laughs> she makes an appearance oh. later. Oh. So as, as I was watching this, and like, because I, I just vaguely remember an episode like way later of Emily finally being in a tizzy and like, Emily in the Lorelai position almost yeah, yeah, because yeah. this grand Lorelai comes in and it's Richard's mother. And so the way that they were talking about her, like, oh, she was a formidable woman and she was this and that. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> She's still around. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, fair enough. You yeah. they get they get the 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 sweep, the slide for um for yeah. early early, early seasons. Yeah. Mishaps. Yeah. Fair I just enough. imagine them in the writing room being like, should we write her in? Yeah, well, yeah, fine. <laughs> we just need this sort of this uh, placeholder character for being a an impressive force upon the generation. Yeah, yeah. and Fair then enough. in five episodes from now, they're like, "Wasn't she dead?" Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Write her in; it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Lorelai the first. I like the way that they did that. And then it's never mentioned; like, it doesn't feel in any of the previous episodes because it's not like it's like. Any of them are like Lorelai the second, Lorelai the third. Like, that doesn't. They just kind of, like, sprinkle it in. Like, by the way. <laughs> I really like that. And then we get to the inn. Oh, yes. Meanwhile, so, at the inn. Yes. Mm. The bridge with the swans floating by and the music playing. What are they doing with those purple flowers? Just decorating the bridge. I didn't want purple flowers. I wanted pink. And I wanted blue. So I thought violet would be a nice compromise. But we paid for pink flowers. And blue flowers. You did not pay for anything. I told her to decorate with violet flowers. And while it's very nice for her to try to take the heat for me, it's certainly not necessary. If you don't like it, buy your own flowers. <laughs> ah, they're so scary. They're so scary. But I love Lorelai's, like, again, her professionalism. Just being like, oh, this is just what I did and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, it's a beautiful contrast to any of her family scenes. When she's at work, she is the problem solver. She is the, she's, she's the one. She's cool, calm, and collected, and she's on top of things. And it's such a wild contrast absolutely like yeah. in the first scenes at the family dinner you see her at one point she's like crossing her arms she's in on herself mm -hmm. she's like a little child being mm -hmm. scolded mm -hmm. and then you see her at work and she's like oh no i've got everything under control it's okay like, and she does yeah she, she does. does yeah she absolutely does uh these two girls made me so scared to have children <laughs> And, and that woman, like, just seeing, like, that life where she's just, like, everything is a nightmare. I hate my kids. And them being so awful and her just being, like, go away. My Advil is wearing off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, like, is that what having kids is going to be like? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, I this well, this here's another thing that is going to, I'm going to refer to for much of this episode is, like, upbringing of children like who's raising the children how have they been raised and how much does that affect the children as they grow up as adults mm -hmm. um 
And so here, I wonder how much how much input this mother, who I don't know who she is, but how much she had, how much input she had in influencing uh, her daughters as they grew up. Um, she does mention their father spoiled them. Their father spoiled them. Okay. Yes. Okay. And Very so I think there was a lot of her trying to like lay down the law and then they go to daddy. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, right, right, right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And then seeing how Richard and Emily somehow raise a Lorelei, yep. which is, uh, okay, where did that come from? And then we have Lorelei being seemingly the sole influence of Rory. And like, there's, there's no through line there, but that'll be discussed a little later <laughs> in a few minutes time. <laughs> and so Rory and Richard are going golfing mm -hmm. getting the ready club. they're going to the club mm -hmm. despite you know Lorelai's protests mm -hmm. and so this is them Richard and Emily about to get ready to go Love this no one said anything about lunch I hope Lorelai's club is still in good shape Emily you are not listening to me I will teach her to golf as promised by you but lunch is out of the question you have to eat yeah but... so you'll eat together do you have sunscreen Emily yeah <laughs> Richard, so help me God you will be sweet to this girl and make this a memorable day for her. This is the first time we've gotten to show our granddaughter off at the club, and it means a great deal to my happiness and yours that this day go well. Are we clear? Okay, so I have two things to say about this. First, the way that she argues is she leaves no room for interjection. Mm -hmm. Like... You're going to eat. You're going to have dessert. Do you have sunscreen? Like changing the subject. <laughs> that's the end of the story. There is absolutely no room for negotiation here. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, and here I still kind of question her motivations because you, you want to think that it's because she wants to know her granddaughter, wants to love her granddaughter, be part of her life. But then she says it's about we're showing her off at the club. Mm -hmm. So it's still about appearances and is it about the fact that they had a daughter that left and now they have a granddaughter when all their other friends have grandchildren that are accomplishing things since their daughter didn't accomplish mm -hmm. things even though she did she's brilliant mm -hmm. and then so again it's why is she doing this <laughs> is it, it it well it's it's gonna come down to reputation and relevance as relevant well. I mean, interesting yeah. yeah like i mean i don't i i don't take time in elite circles or anything like that yeah. but but i can imagine that like when you're becoming older and older and you're maintaining this sort of social space social uh uh elevation i don't know um you 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 want to make to maintain your your relevance and your your popularity you you want to be part of part of the talk of the town in a good way of course so i think i think I, I i up until this point i've been wondering like do they actually recognize rory's intelligence and uh and manner and how like yeah they actually could show her off because she is very very clever mm -hmm. and she's accomplished they are i feel like at least emily in her own way obviously like not in like a sexual way but they're like objectifying her mm -hmm. i feel like yeah yeah they're like they're treating her like a trophy. Mm -hmm. It's like the trophy granddaughter mm -hmm. to show off because yeah. she is she's a chilton and she's polite and poised mm -hmm. and all of those things. And she wants to show her off at the club. She wants her rich friends to see the 
like long forgotten granddaughter. Well, and we're going to find out a little bit later on in the episode um, that some of the other granddads have granddaughters that they're not proud of, mm. that Tattoos they're not so keen on. Right? Like running wild in the streets. <laughs> Sorry. So like <laughs> here, so here's Rory as another tool or maybe the only tool that Richard and Emily or Emily at least has to be, you know, a favorable talk of the town and at the club. Um, and then actually I wrote in my notes here a question um, or, well, I can't tell if, Richard is disinterested in spending time with with Rory or if he's actually sort of not actually but clued in as far as teenagers go because he says that he says at the start of this scene um he says like oh she's you know she wa she wants to be home and watch MTV and blah 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 which and be at the mall and be at the mall which yeah. like he's he's not wrong she is an MTV generation teenager and she knows cultural cultural references and things but you know it, it's just a clear example of like they don't know their grand granddaughter absolutely well. not absolutely because she's don't. not like a mall rat teenager like yeah, yeah. No. so they they have their their visions of what she might be like and uh and slowly slowly they're gonna get to know her and this absolutely stunning piece of fashion coming <laughs> right up right on the heels of this conversation Ooh. A minute. <laughs> Here we go. Now you look just like Tiger Woods. Wow, that's some hat. Okay. <laughs> Richard's face. Oh my God. Richard is like every mortified husband in the entire world. Actually, no, everybody in reference to like a mom being embarrassing. Yes. Not yes. even just a husband, because I would have done the exact same thing. I'm like, mom. <laughs> yes, we have this exquisite, like, uh, large knit beret in, what are those colors? Red and green. Red, and... yellow, and black. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and and we get Big pom-pom on top, flat, like, golf cap. <laughs> just a brilliant line delivery here uh, by Rory. Um, wow, that's some hat. Like... <laughs> Holy smokes. Holy she is so quick, so clever. Um, and yet, you know, just just <laughs> so polite. Relevant and polite. Yeah. yeah. She's just so polite. She's gonna go with it. Why not? She's like, okay, we're golfing. Like <laughs> we all know that some golf attire is absolutely ludicrous. So oh, absolutely. Like I feel like since she doesn't know golf, she's like, okay, this is golf. Like <laughs> I, I think if she was anyone else if she was any other teenager in the next scene she wouldn't be wearing the hat but no she keeps it on the whole time she's she, it's all we're getting a little a little uh, uh a little demonstration that she's yeah. she's willing to willing to you know make herself look a little foolish she don't care she's gonna give it a try which is something i hugely admire about yeah. her already she even asks lorelei later on like it doesn't look so bad does it and she like adjusts it and looks all sweet and like mm. cherubic and her stupid hat <laughs> <laughs> And she's like she likes it and then Lorelai is just horrified that she enjoyed golf at all and so she's like oh, I don't really know what to say to you about that okay so by this point um they're about to go off golfing together and so we have these two generations that are like two generations apart but these two characters Richard and Rory they at least have the capacity to try and engage and enjoy themselves mm -hmm. 
which I think, I think it's a really special thing to see in a TV show, to have grandparent, granddaughter friendships. We don't see that very often, unless it's like sort of the cozy old grandpa and the little boy and the, and yeah. the bedtime story kind of thing. It's not that. So we've got a teenager and a grandfather, and their personalities are ones that I think we rarely see. Yeah. Um, and and we're going to see how or they, they, they mirror each other in a way. Yeah, they're very sweet. And the fact that Rory actually makes an effort, yeah. because at that point, like, she doesn't know them at all. And she doesn't nope. have any obligation to want to know them. Nope. Like, they're put into the situation by force <laughs> and by nobody's will at all. And the fact that she is genuinely interested in learning about her grandfather is really sweet. Her grandfather, yeah. yeah. For her, I don't think it's about the golf. It's not about the golf. No. It's about her grandfather. Yeah. What do you do? I love I'm it. the executive vice president of the German Driscoll Insurance Corporation. Wow. Yes. And as executive vice president, what do you do? Well, it's a very big company, one of the largest in the United States, as a matter of fact. I have a myriad of duties, which would bore you greatly to hear about. Oh, OK. I oversee our international division. That sounds important. So I really love this because she genuinely wanted to know. And like in some situations, it could just be polite small talk, right? Mm -hmm. And she sounded so like kind of crestfallen when he brushed it off. Like he genuinely thinks a 16-year-old girl has no interest in the everyday duties of the senior vice president of an insurance company mm -hmm. or executive mm -hmm. vice president. <laughs> Pardon me, Richard. <laughs> and and then the fact that he's in tune to her tone and her responses, like he is paying attention to her mm -hmm. too, instead of just being like, I've got this teenager at the club and we are just like, mm. and then he actually kind of like, he elaborates. He's like, oh, she actually wants to know. That's mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's a little bit of like self-deprecation and for him because he's like, oh, she wouldn't, I'm an old, I'm an old fuddy duddy. I'm boring. And mm -hmm. like, she doesn't want to know about my stuff. And she's like, oh, but no, I did. <laughs> and he takes the the international angle as well, which is going to stir up a little something in, in Rory to talk about, oh, travel, places around the world, yeah. globalness, like super exciting. Um, I wrote in here further. Here. So in all of these scenes with Rory and Richard, we see tolerance, open-mindedness, and tact in practice. Yes. Tact is huge. Yeah. 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 Um, and and I, I another question I wrote down here is do they do the grandparents have any idea how lucky they are they are in their granddaughter? I think they get like a sense of it. Mm. So I don't think Richard really realized until this episode because he's as he said, he's a very busy man mm. and he has lots to do and he's not even as invested in the like bringing them back in like mm. like it's emily who has their hooks in them and is yeah. like orchestrating all of this right and i think it's you know when they're all having their steam and then he starts hearing about the other granddaughters that he's like well my granddaughter wants to travel and do this and do that where mm -hmm. they're they're all being very disparaging about their grandkids and... yeah i feel like he doesn't actually really really realize it until that scene yeah um which is amazing oh what a break Stay hydrated. <laughs> so now we are going to jump back to the inn. 
in the wedding. Yeah, meanwhile, back at the end. <laughs> meanwhile, it's mm -hmm. the crazy, crazy twins. So I'm just going to show a little bit of this clip because I have a lot to say as a professional. <laughs> It's been 45 minutes of super salad, soup or salad. I can't do it anymore. Get me a cab. I'm going to go far away now and never come back. How about if the guests get a choice of soup or salad? That, that, that will work. As a professional event planner, that would have been planned and organized weeks ago. The kitchen. <laughs> For an entire wedding, the kitchen does not have the time or resources or capacity to just like decide, am I going to make 50 soups and 50 salads? No, 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 no. And I know it's for the sake of the show, but there are very many details about this like wedding planning that's suddenly happening on like the day of that just drove me up the wall. Because mm -hmm. it was like, oh, please take the floor. This is what this is for. <laughs> there is no way because they would need to know how many ingredients they had of everything. Like, what if they needed to make a hundred soups? You can't just like make a batch of a hundred soups and hope that people are going to eat it or not eat it and then have 50 extra soups. There's absolutely no way that that is how that was going to work at that scale. Because mm. at like a restaurant, restaurant, there's like, all these different people are ordering different things and they're staggered and it's at different times. And it's not like literally everybody needs to get the soup at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to get the salad at the exact same time. And you are not deciding the day before about the soup or the salad. It drove me insane. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not recalling the other detail. There was something else that they just kind of like decided on the spot. And it's like, eh, 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 eh. that's not how that works. <laughs> that mm -mm. is not how that works. Um, and I get that they just wanted to have this scene. And another example of how Lorelai is the savior of all things. <laughs> but it drove me crazy. <laughs> and I love how the mom is just like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. I can't do this. I'm not here for this. They won't move away. <laughs> do, you, do you know any moms or like mom age women who are like that, who would actually just like, dip no 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 i really don't i don't think so and so. like she's not actually doing it i know no no no. <laughs> no but that's it i know some mom aged people who would talk about dipping mm. who would be this miserable mm -hmm. and like you know it's the same ones who you know talk about their kids being assholes and stuff like yeah. there are those people mm. out there for sure but they don't act on it like no. they don't actually do it they're just like like the episode didn't kill me now. Yeah. <laughs> Get me away from this place. Let me go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, so we haven't talked enough about Suki yet. Suki is such a gem and a treat and I adore her. And then we get like this whole other side of Suki here. Which I just, mm, I love her. Let's say Mark walks into a hotel room and he sees his wife naked, but it's not his wife. It's his <laughs> naked sister-in-law and he has sex with her. Would that be cheating? <laughs> My head hurts. I think no. Really? Lucky. If you ask me, this union belongs on a public access station. It's against the laws of nature and just this short of completely obscene. <laughs> I oh, forgot. you cheeky devil! I, <laughs> I, I love that she asked the question and then I was unprepared for her to go, Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, her asking that question, though, did help because I was very confused by these pairs of people are they actually two pairs of twins yes okay two like sisters and brothers and they met and they i'm getting married on the same day does that happen 
I don't think so. I don't think it does. I don't think. I thought maybe. Okay. Let maybe... us know in the comments. <laughs> please. <laughs> somebody please. you yeah, know has this done this. Does I mean, I'm sure on like Pornhub. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But not, I don't think in the real world. I think that's too weird. Yeah. I think they would feel too weird. Does it happen? Does it happen? We need to know. Hmm. Please tell us if it's happened. Write to us. We'll put our email address down. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us the story. But don't don't lie. Matches. Don't lie. No, no, I don't want your fan fiction. I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, but no. <laughs> that's fair. She does. I I'm fine without it. Uh, but oh golly, yeah, Suki is just lucky. <laughs> <laughs> just so surprised me. And um. Yes, that's cheating, by the way. Yeah, it would <laughs> definitely be cheating. But wait, even if it was an accident? Like, I guess cheating is cheating whether it's intentional or not. But, like, you don't cheat unintentionally if it's not a twin. Like, it's impossible to cheat by accident if it's not <laughs> yeah. somebody who looks identical to your partner. So, like, you'd, you'd, you'd probably realize, like... Would they ever find started. out? Like, because they're just, like continue on with their lives as though it was like a normal situation right we need to get Suki in on this <laughs> yeah. hey so we're gonna call up melissa mccarthy and we're like girl we need to keep this conversation going out. yeah i don't know leave us leave us your thoughts i'm sorry i'm curious and then somebody else that we really genuinely have not talked enough about is luke so we've sort of glossed over the the tension and the chemistry that they're trying to build in the first two episodes and mm -hmm. this scene is not tension and chemistry i just keep thinking about how there were some missed opportunities for us in the previous episodes oh yeah um but i really wanted to include this scene with luke because it's the best <laughs> i went golfing with my grandfather today did you know the golf courses are an environmental blight because of the chemicals they use to keep the grass green actually i did Bad joke. Sorry. Oh, Luke. He's just such a bright spot in the show. <laughs> I love um, his... We've only seen him in the cafe so far. Yes. Do we ever see him outside of the cafe? Rarely. It happens. But oh, okay. It's... More as the series progresses. Okay. He very much is a cafe dweller. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, then yeah. Because I noticed his like his strut with the coffee mug or the coffee pot. His strut is a very clear, I'm comfortable, I'm in my space, I'm taking my time to get to the table. And it really his whole energy and pace just really sets up, I think, every cafe scene that we've had so far, especially yeah. if it begins with him. Because it's just yeah, it's this is my domain. This is where I am, and this is where I state my I, my ideas and my opinions, and like I, I run the show in a very calm way, mm. and I, I enjoy watching him in his space, contrasting with, say, Emily in her space. <laughs> like, yeah, she and she runs the show, but doesn't. Obviously, she's got her, you know, um, staff and everything like that. But that is her in her domain. She has her, her sort of glide i suppose um and it's it's much more of a sort of i don't know there's a bit more of an act activity under the surface but luke is just calm and strutting through his yeah through his space and i just yeah. love seeing that 
I feel obligated for the sake of the like Gilmore Girls fandom to mm -hmm. correct you. It's the diner. Oh, the diner. Pardon yes. me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, of it's, course. It's 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 Luke's diner. It's very Luke's important. Diner. Oh, yes. They, <laughs> they serve burgers. You don't serve burgers in the cafe. No. You yeah. serve hefty burgers at the diner. Holy smokes. I mean, that's what Laurel I asked for. She did. It always comes with a side of snark. And he delivered always. in like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> His service. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty fantastic. <laughs> um... His comment on golf. I have a lot of thoughts about golf, but for respect, out of respect for my father-in-law, who is an avid golfer, I'm mm. going <laughs> to it's keep not. it near very minimal. Um, but yeah, I mean, Luke is not wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just love his delivery. And Rory's just like, she just doesn't care about like his attitude and his... No. It's just the best. She's unfazed. She, yeah, she that's the one still I'm looking for. Is unfazed. Unfazed. Yeah, she is still just maintaining her cool and her calm, <laughs> like she was doing uh, in the previous episode. Her first day at Chilton. You know, she she just rolls with it. She just rolls with it. Yeah. Where? How? And where do you learn that kind of attitude? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I don't know because she clearly doesn't get it from her mom. <laughs> I think she gets it because of her mom because, because her mom is always like just Ooh. shooting off like whatever comes to her mind and yeah. Rory's just like yeah 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 like it's okay I'm that's just, interesting I just sit and I listen and I participate when I have a moment but yeah learned learned behavior from like balancing it out rather than learning by example yeah Ooh, yeah. this is the kind of juicy I wanted to get to <laughs> <laughs> good 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 so this is actually a perfect example coming mm. up right here. Here we go. Is Lorelai joins Rory at the diner after her day of golf. And so Lorelai had a very frazzled day at the inn mm -hmm. with the wedding. Ridiculous things like the swans showing up. And it's supposed to be something like 40 swans. And it's like two swans. <laughs> and the butterflies are like creepy grubs. And just all of this stuff that's not aligning. And she comes along fully expecting Rory to have had a similarly awful day and she because she's a great mom is ready and prepared to like yes let's tackle this together and yet surprise you had a good time i did really 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 okay no word now sorry i just i'm surprised i i thought you were gonna be bored i was kind of surprised too i don't know it was pretty there and grandpa and i talked a lot you talked really you're doing it again and so this is where you see Lorelai just slipping. Like she's just absolutely crumbling because it's not when she says like, oh, I'm surprised. Like she doesn't sound surprised. Like, oh, I'm surprised. Like that's a nice surprise. It's mm. like she's surprised and she's so hurt. Mm. She takes it as like a personal attack. You feel for Lorelai. You really do. But you also, you see her maturity level starting to really show in this slipping, scene slipping and slipping yes she just can't hide how she's feeling ever 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 you know and and seeing her be like mad <laughs> like you can feel it and mm -hmm. rory's getting it but she's still not being apologetic about oh. it she's like okay like something's up and i can tell that something's up but yeah, I had a nice time and like I look cute in the hat, don't I? Yeah, like I did what I'm supposed to and hey, it turned out surprise, it turned out pretty okay. Yeah. Quite a quite good. Yeah, it's quite was, good day. Quite <laughs> quite? You don't say quite. <laughs> she does now. <laughs> quite. 
you don't really see them eating a lot. Like one of their the ongoing themes of the show is that they eat like garbage. That sounded like Lola from Big Mouth. There. <laughs> they eat like garbage. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm Nick Kroll. <laughs> so devastated i'm pretty sure that's who voiced lola either way it's a man and it's revolting and <laughs> offended at my own voice <laughs> anyway sidebar um they eat like absolute garbage and in reality they would be enormous with diabetes and bad skin absolutely um and i hate them for that because <laughs> i want to eat like that mm -hmm. not like if i actually ate like that i'd just be like i need salad but it's a nice thing to see around the time of y2k that mm. like hey let's include food in our scenes we want to see our characters with food but Fair. you gotta be realistic yeah <laughs> a little yeah. bit they take it very far yeah okay. yeah okay but um, and then we check back in at the wedding with Miss Patty. Miss Patty suddenly, again, another detail. They would have learned to dance months ago if they were taking like <laughs> dancing lessons. Is this the day of? Because we've just been the day before. It's either the day of or, it, yeah, it must be the day of. <laughs> so like, this is the most unrealistic wedding prep weekend <laughs> I've ever seen ever because they would be getting the hair done they'd be getting into their dresses they wouldn't be doing dance lessons with miss patty down in the like gazebo place like mm. that just i mean it, it might just be like later that evening or something even still just... the day before no 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 way especially people have money they're doing rehearsal dinner oh, they're yeah. doing you know like they're doing all this like fancy stuff maybe the guys are going to be like bachelor party like whatever this is not how wedding weekends go and like to be fair i was not involved in wedding weekends back in 2000 mm -hmm. but still that's not like if if again these were rich people mm -hmm. obviously they are they're mm -hmm. spoiled they're rich whatever that means they probably have already had dancing lessons yeah what wouldn't they have hired some like cotillion profession professional or something like that's that it. they would have been doing ballroom dancing <laughs> lessons together not, months before not last minute prep from miss patty <laughs> But I love that they did this. Of course. Of course. I just, the details, the professional irks. I'm sure this is how people <laughs> feel when they're watching shows like, you know, Law and Order or CSI oh, yeah. or something. And they're in <laughs> any way involved in law enforcement. <laughs> they're just like, that's not. Or like Kim, my, our friend Kim, mm -hmm. can't watch any like medical shows for the most part because she's a nurse and she's like, that's no what no <laughs> like i know it's for drama and and or entertainment or whatever mm. but just it gets right under my skin <laughs> it's your wedding day feel each other use the thumping of your heart as a metronome <laughs> let passion be your choreographer be as light on your toes as you are in your hearts oh no 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 darling let me show you how it's done again oh. Oh. You know, in some countries, if you dance this close, you're cheating on your wife. <laughs> you're next. Take your time. I love how serious the lady in the back is, like the other wife, the bride. <laughs> now, I wonder, was that Matt or Mac? Oh, I don't know. The post-it's gone. The post-it's gone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mac. <laughs> and can I just say, um, we're, why are we coming back yet again to this possibility of cheating on your wife? Oh. Both scenes that we've had these pairs in, there's been some theoretical cheating on your wife. And hmm. 
this does not bode well for these couples. I'm a little scared. I think there's a lot that doesn't bode well for these couples. <laughs> also, back to the possibility of cheating, we find out shortly after this, like at the wedding, that they're all moving in together into the same condo. Oh, I missed that. That oh. went over my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness me. The mom is so happy and she gets all like drunk at the wedding because they're moving. They're all moving to Tucson and they're sharing a condo. <laughs> oh, yikes. Well, I want to see that the, sitcom. The, creep, <laughs> the creepy level just keeps like increasing <laughs> with this couple. Oh my goodness. But yeah. Completely went over my head. And then Miss Patty, again, I don't have a clip of this, but Miss Patty ends up as a guest at the wedding. She's like in the crowd dancing at the wedding. And I'm like, Miss Patty, you don't know them. Like, what are you doing just there? Fill the seats, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, she's just on the dance floor. Any chance to dance. <laughs> Maybe that's her slogan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any, Any chance, chance to, to dance. dance. Beautiful. I, if this, okay, this is just adding yet more <laughs> to the like headcanon lore of Miss Patty. <laughs> yeah, she just shows up wherever she wants and yeah. she's like, I'm going to do this. Who does she know? Who does she know that is part of this wedding party that like got her in there? I don't know. Maybe it's a small town thing where like any function happening in town, people just assume that they can go to it and they like want Must to be, be involved and they're like, oh, there's a dance at the end. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to go dance. <laughs> or maybe Marc invited her. Marc. Oh. oh. Yeah. Or Matt. But I bet you one or all of them have had dance lessons with Miss Patty from when they were little teeny tiny tots. Oh, for sure. Rory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get into the big drama yes, of the episode. This is a hard watch for me. <laughs> yeah, this is extremely uncomfortable. But I'm going to start with just the very beginning of the scene because I have a question. <laughs> I think I want to change my hair. Really? I think it looks quite good. You're funny. <laughs> hmm. Do you want something to drink? Oh, yeah, water. Okay, so they're sitting out there reading, mm -hmm. doing homework, whatever. Mm -hmm. Why is there just a hand mirror on the table? <laughs> Why is it suddenly, like, I'm just reading my book and then... What are you, like the evil witch and Snow White? You're just going to like consult your mirror? Like, why is that out there? Why are they sitting on the like porch with this mirror? It's not. I'm trying to, with my like theatrical background. Okay. I'm trying to read it as like a physical metaphor symbolism for self-reflection. Okay. Reflecting on who she is. I mean, it's kind of a heavy duty one, but you know. Um... But like a little bit clumsy, just yeah. a, just a little. It's endearing. It's sweet. But yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, I imagine she could be at this point doing some reflecting, self-reflecting yeah. on who she is, what, how, where she wants to fit in in her life. How does she identify herself? Like, hmm. you know, reflecting on her personality. Um, and then that line she has of, I think I want to change my hair. I mean, absolutely. As soon as you've decided like, oh, this is the new me, yeah. you want to change up your look somehow. But I, I kind of wish we got like a little bit more of what she's thinking of. Yeah. Like, where did it come from? Where did it come from? Yeah. I'd like just like a tiny, tiny bit more of, of her, maybe just her by herself. Like even if she was walking through a, like say walking down a hall and there's a mirror in the hall and she might just sort of take a moment to kind of see herself in the mirror mm. and so we could just had a little tiny touch um and that's like hinting at, oh okay but 
I, I do think it's a it's a it's a sweet little symbol of of her reflecting. But I I, I want to know now, like. She's thinking of cutting her hair. How short? What like? What do you want? Layers? Yeah, that's it. Going for the, the Rachel or what? <laughs> yeah, there's no context in the episode for her considering her appearance or there are no other hmm. people her age at the club that she like looks at and is like, maybe I could be more like them. Yeah. It's not like she wants to be like odious woman. No. And it or just... maybe she wants to go in a totally different direction because she's been inspired by the funky Tiger Woods hat. Oh, maybe a little bob to go with the hat. Yeah. Like a little French. Ooh. Like, Maybe, but it feels very out of left field. Yes, it does. And I wish that there had been just like a tiny hint of even just her thinking, not even necessarily her like considering her appearance, but there no. hasn't been a lot of like her processing like her place now in mm. her world and her family. And mm -hmm. like, because she, she constantly maintains that kind that level of her, her manner of being cool and calm. And we don't even see in her face much uh unease or or concern confusion she's because she has this 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 manner where her her politeness and her um approachability and and interest is all right there up up, up at the top but i'm hoping we'll soon see a little bit further down or we'll she'll be able to sort of express a little bit more what's going on under the surface but for right now She's so contrasting to to Lorelai, who wears all of her emotions on her sleeve mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we can dig in a little bit to, to Rory. Or she'll, you know, slowly crack open a little. Yeah. And then this whole hair thing is like the straw that breaks the camel's back for Lorelai, where she feels just like she's drowning and losing her daughter. Mm -hmm. This is it. Like, mm -hmm. Rory's going to change her hair and start going to the club. And she just, like, panics. And they get into this ridiculous fight. It's so stupid. <laughs> and it feels like they are both. No, that's not fair. It feels like Lorelai is like 12 years old. Yes. Yeah. It's the most juvenile, prepubescent, like ridiculous. Suddenly they're sisters. Suddenly they're sisters. They're yeah. not mom and daughter. They are yeah. sisters competing for dad's attention. Yep. Is that my sweater? What? You're wearing my sweater. So? No, it's okay. It's just, I thought I asked you to at least ask, you know, before you borrow my stuff. I'm sorry. It's okay. She should have just dropped it mm. right there. Mm -hmm. But you know, she's just like picking. She's looking for a fight. She's mm. just, she's hurting and she's mad and she wants to like get mad at her for something. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite sweater too. Since when? Since always. This is not your favorite sweater. Yes, it is. And now it's going to be all stretched out just like everything else you borrow. What do you talking about I'm talking about that you take my sweaters and you wear them and you stretch them out i couldn't possibly stretch them out y your boobs are way bigger than mine your boobs are totally bigger than mine <laughs> insane like is lorelei an only child lorelei yeah. yes so she would <laughs> i wonder if she's sort of been like aching for a sibling fight like this because that oh, is absolute. That's the way oh, yeah. siblings will fight. Like all of those lines are directly from that. So I wonder if she's just never had that kind of a fight before. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's... She doesn't have the maturity to stop mm. when it's obviously like derailing, mm -hmm. <laughs> and 
because she's never had fights like that, I don't think she knows how to stop a fight like that. Mm-mm. And she's never gone through the like reparations and, and thought processes of like, okay, this is this is going weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But can we talk about how the sweater that Lorelai is actually wearing should be her favorite sweater? Because yeah. her eyes <laughs> popped every <laughs> time I see that scene. It's the exact same color as her shirt. Her eyes and her shirt are the exact same. And she looks stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Yes. <laughs> what would you call that? Like a sky blue or a cerulean? Like a periwinkle? Periwinkle. Kind mm. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Sky blue, too. I think yeah, periwinkle has a bit more purple in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We should ask Allie. Allie, <laughs> yeah, our logo exactly. designer. <laughs> like, what would we call this? I think the sky blue is, is probably... Can you give us the hexadecimal code? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, this... We know it's not about the bra. We mm-hmm. know it's not about the measurements. We know it's not about the sweater. And then it just, like, snowballs. And it's so uncomfortable. It's so... I. I just get like, it's almost like the office level uncomfortable for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this. You'd think that like right after the argument when Rory walks away, that right away Lorelai would be like, like that was stupid. But you could still see she's so mad and like digging it. Like I I expected the like quick change, like Rory storms off and and that, yeah, that that mood shift of like, what have I done? This is my kid. Like this, I know this is not about the sweater mm-hmm. <laughs> but she doesn't no nope, she doesn't she needs to get it out express what she has done wrong how she's handled this badly and who better to do that ah, our dear friend Suki. Suki I have to be more adult about this I mean if the country club life is what she wants more power to her right you know little white gloves and coming out parties that makes some girls happy right sure yeah if they're on Prozac, absolutely. <laughs> I just never thought that I raised that kind of kid, you know? I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that kind of kid. I just I didn't think that was Rory. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Am I obsessing? Suki? Hello? Do I have to put on my strawberry costume to get your full attention? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> this reminded me of what you said in the previous episode, where they just, like, add, like, the comedy to, like, a very serious conversation. Mm. And... I just love that because it's like something's happening. Suki's really distracted, but Lorelai's just like figuring stuff out on her own, which I really like. Which is how it goes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You just have to say things out loud to be like, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm, this is what I was going through. Mm -hmm. I like that. (laughs) Suki just was saying, yeah, if you're on Prozac. Suki is so surprising. (laughs) Yes. She's not great at advice and she knows that. She says so. But she's the ear and the shoulder to guide you to the truth. Um, that's what I think. Um, cause she, you know, she'll, she'll agree. She'll sort of let you keep talking and she'll help you converse, but she rarely, like, I'm a terrible advice giver. I never feel confident in my own advice, but I like to, I, I try to be like the Suki, I suppose, in this where it's like, you, you can, you can tell me anything. I'm not going to judge you and I'm not going to hate you for whatever you tell me, but I want to help you get to the point. So like, because the more you speak and the more comes mm-hmm. out of your mouth, the more your brain is rolling and you're going to come to the truth eventually and, and you'll find your solution. And so often that's what people need. They just need to get it out yeah, and, and, and be helped along the way. And I think that Suki, as much as she doesn't really give advice, she has once or twice come in with a, 
a statement that like you're jealous. Yes. And and so as much she's not just sitting there being a sounding board. She no. will still point out the things that Lorelai's not paying attention to. Mm. And she's like, no, I'm not. She's like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I like that dynamic because she's not just being complacent and just like listening and like nodding along. Right. Like she's still pointing out the important things that Lorelai needs to understand about her own behavior. And she's not just hundred percent agreeing with what she says, which I think is extremely important mm -hmm. for Lorelai because Lorelai needs like a little conk on the head sometimes mm -hmm. <laughs> to be like, you don't see what's happening inside you. Mm -hmm. We all see what's happening. <laughs> mm -hmm. Lorelai has a great line in here. Um, well, she says, uh, I just never thought I'd raised that kind of kid or maybe, maybe I did. Um, this is another example of sort of neither of them really being sure about Rory's identity and yeah. personality. And obviously she's still, what did we decide? 17? 16. 16. 16. Nobody knows who they are at 16. No. So it's just not clear. And so now we're, we're, we're getting that, that Lorelai is coming to the idea of like, I don't, like, I know my daughter, but I don't, I don't really know her inside and out or as well as I, I, I thought I do because she's growing and evolving and, and becoming her, her identity. And, um, and this, this again is where the, the thought comes up of like, how much actually do you influence your children or your offspring or, you know, your, your young, um, how much can you influence them? How much do you do? Cause Rory would have been raised by Lorelai mm -hmm. only. Yep. And then whatever sort of cultural other things, it's not even like Lorelai has any other person she can grab to and be like, oh, she's heard too she's listened too much to so and so or my right. sister or my whoever. It's it, it's her. So like what is that gonna say about Lorelai of how her daughter turned out? I don't know. Yeah, and Lorelai's not really seeing the fact that this is very novel yes. for Rory, right? Yeah. Like Rory, again, at the beginning of the episode, she didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. And now that she went and she's like, oh, okay. Like she's not really leaving Rory any room for curiosity and exploration. Mm -hmm. She's just like so triggered by her own past and her own experience being raised in it and being absolutely like claustrophobic in that world that she's not even able to see the fact that this is like seeing behind the curtain a little bit like and she's this a whole new world that is opening up to Rory like she does know her daughter but she's so scared that she's going to lose her to that world and then be like sucked back into it mm. but she doesn't really consider the fact that Rory isn't that girl either mm -hmm. like she can be curious and she could want to do certain things while still being the down-to-earth intelligent close to her mother person that she is mm. like she can have a foot in both worlds and still be her authentic self yep. and Lorelai's just like panicking <laughs> and let's not forget I think it was the last episode where um Lorelai uh has, has said like actually said out loud that Rory is going to do things her way figure things out on her own um and now she's she's already sort of being tested on that like hey let let's let rory figure things out on her own this is what that actually looks like yeah um and like and even uh in this episode 
Richard says a similar line of, uh, they're talking about um, travel. You were jumping to a, a, a scene at, at the club um, where Rory and Richard are having lunch and these two elder gentlemen of the club uh, <laughs> come along and, and you know, oh, here, Rory's the, the, the exciting new thing. And they're talking about Fez, traveling to Fez. And one of these grandpas says, uh, ah, what's in Fez? And Grandpa Richard says, that's for her to find out. Yep. And so there's another continuation of she'll do it herself and she'll she'll figure it out herself. And so Richard, I think, straight away is already in the, okay, I'm on board. She's, you know, she's, she's a, a, a young but mature young thing to go off. But obviously, he's in a very different position to Lorelai um, yep. of seeing her daughter figuring things out on her own. And it's funny because... As much as Lorelai won't admit it, like, she is being very much like her mother. Like, Rory's going to do things my way, but she thinks that her way is and Rory's way are the same. Mm -hmm. So she's like, no, this is what Rory is going to do. This is what Rory wants, and that's what's going to happen, which is a little bit like Emily, who's like, well, this is what I want, and this is the way it's going to be, and this is how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But Lorelai is just projecting her own views onto Rory and I'm I'm trying to look at the whole situation from the perspective of a parent Mm -hmm. and I can I can only imagine how jarring it is to raise a child you know their interests you know their hobbies you know who they are and then suddenly something like comes completely out of left field and it's maybe not something you agree with or are interested in yourself or approve of or whatever and you feel like that's not who they are. Like they're not that person. And it must be it, like, it just scoops them away. Yeah. Where like you don't, where you don't understand them anymore. And it feels like they're completely different people. And then you feel like you're like grappling for the olden days mm. or like, you know, before the past where it was just you guys and you understood everything about one another. And it was like, okay. And close. And then, things start coming in that drive those wedges which is normal and natural and important but painful Mm -hmm. you can only imagine how painful that is going to be (laughs) oh my god you've got some time yet (laughs) i know i know but yeah when they start finding their own way and doing the things that you think is a mistake but you have to let them do it hopefully you know i'll handle it with grace and not have these weird ass arguments <laughs> with well, my you children. Might. You might. I might. I don't know. Just be be my Suki in that moment. Okay. I'll do my best. <laughs> like, I, I did something ridiculous. <laughs> I said weird things. And I didn't mean it. Um, but I can very much imagine how charring it would be being like, nope, she's not gonna like it. That's not who she is. I know her like the back of my hand. And then it just being like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Mm-hmm. And so they do reconcile obviously i mean it's rory and lorelei they're always going to reconcile i'm sorry it's okay a crazy evil spirit obsessed with bra size took over my body it happens she's gone now good to know you know i'm glad you're bonding with your grandparents no you're not yes i am (laughs) it's just weird for me is all i just i can't relate to it you could if you tried no we're too too much has happened and I'm glad you are anyway. Okay. 
I love the contrast of their appearances here. Yeah. Okay. We have very like slinky, form fitting, very tight, like updo, like everything. She's just like in Lorelai. In Lorelai, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you have Rory with the soft curls and the knit sweater, and she's just like soft and nice. And I mm -hmm. like the way that they are showing the contrast between the two of them and how different they are, mm -hmm. despite the fact that the show and their relationship is like they are super, super close. Mm -hmm. It's showing even just here how completely opposite they are. I also think it's interesting to now shift to Rory's perspective, where Rory says, like, you could try to, like, get along with them. Yeah. And so that even shows that she doesn't fully understand what her mom went through. Yeah. And she doesn't understand the baggage. And, like, she sees the fighting. She hears the fighting. But, like, she doesn't get it. And she never will because she didn't live it. No, of course. But the fact that she's like, well, can't you try? She's like, no. 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 And I don't necessarily think that that's Lorelai being stubborn. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's her being, like, pig-headed or any of that i think that's her genuinely just being like you don't you don't know what it was like yeah and right after this there is a scene of a little girl and her mother because again this is a very wealthy well-to-do wedding that mm -hmm. they're at and it's the little girl in the dress and her mom is like that is a 500 dress you're not going to get it dirty you're going to sit here and then rory sees it and says, you know, thank you for not putting me in a dress like that. And so she gets that glimpse of what life must have been like mm -hmm. for Lorelai. And she kind of concedes to like, I can't see you in this world at all. And mm -hmm. she's like, been trying to tell you that, kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And like, and bless Lorelai for even still making that like, yeah, it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. She's got a great little point of, you know, ev even those dresses, they're great for twirling around because they show yeah. your underwear. You know, like, <laughs> great for twirling like even then she makes it digestible and she I, I i'm hoping again i haven't seen the show i'm the one who hasn't seen it i'm hoping that we do get to know that we and rory get to know a little bit more about what it really was like for lorelei mm. and then we end on a ridiculous note i adore emily so much i despise and adore emily which is it a really good character mm -hmm. like it's very well done mm -hmm. she is so polarizing and entertaining and she's just like Flat out entertaining. Goodness, what's that? We brought dessert. Really? How thoughtful. What is it? Blueberry shortcake. I've never heard of blueberry shortcake. Yeah, it's a Star's Hollow specialty. Why is it already cut? It's left over. From the wedding. At the inn. Yes, I know where the wedding was. Oh, sorry. You were just doing that staring thing. You brought us used dessert? It's not used. It's left over. <laughs> it's not like I was, like, scraped off someone's plate. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We don't Fair know. enough. Don't know. <laughs> used dessert? It actually reminded me of an a colleague that I had whose parents, uh, they weren't from Canada. I don't think his, like, his parents must have been the newcomers, but still, I don't fully understand the dynamic there. But when my colleague bought his house, his parents were very confused because they either said you bought a used house or a secondhand house because they bought a house that like other people had lived in mm -hmm. and they're like you bought a used house oh, <laughs> it was like uh like they're all used pretty much like okay <laughs> um but he told me that and he was laughing like he was able to just you know laugh it off with his parents and i thought that that was excellent mm. and now we have used dessert used dessert <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up the episode is there anything else that you would like to touch on 
where's everybody else? <laughs> right? We haven't seen Lane or her no. mom or anyone or either of those the boys. excruciating boys <laughs> since, you know, I was fully expecting somebody was going to pop up back. And I was, I started the episode thinking like, all right, who are we going to see first? Yep. Which boy's coming back first? And are we going to see Lane? What's going on? So, but I mean, we're only at episode three. And so. this whole episode took over the the time frame was just over a weekend. True. So Rory was golfing and Rory was working at the wedding. So mm. she wouldn't have seen her friend. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't have been at school. They'll be back. <laughs> They're just busy. They're I'm doing their eager. thing. I want to know. <laughs> They're busy. <laughs> right. Well, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Catch us next Thursday here on YouTube or wherever you stream your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. We have been the Belladonna Watch Club. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.